0: You are now listening to Thou Must Cope, the podcast. This is going to be raw and it will be edited. None of the good stuff will be edited, but just for the purpose of my speaker being anonymous and not hearing a lot of word vomit, I did edit out some clips, so if it seems choppy, you already know what the heck happened. I did want to just take this time to insert a trigger warning for anyone that is battling any mental what they would call illnesses, but I'm going to say it's not an illness because nothing is wrong with you. And I mean that by saying it's okay for something to actually be wrong with you. Don't feel like you're in this alone. If you're sensitive to certain certain things audio wise that might be graphic or if you're a visual person that can take the audio and turn it into something visually. I'm going to give you this chance to go ahead and exit out at the end of this Podcast. We will be talking about something that might be a little triggering to you. So, if it's not something you're ready to listen to, I'm gonna just go ahead and give you the opportunity now to go ahead and click off. But if you in for it, let's ride out. Hope you enjoy.
1: Question is gonna be: Have you been diagnosed with any mental disorders? Yes. Do you want to name what they are?
2: Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So I've been diagnosed with anxiety, major depressive disorder, PTSD, and borderline personality disorder.
1: All right. So when you were diagnosed, how did that diagnosis make you feel?
2: Well, the anxiety one, I was diagnosed with that in high school. And for me, it was kind of a relief because I didn't know what anxiety was or understand it i just felt like i was freaking out all the time so i thought it was Mm. something wrong with me but that was like more like a relief like okay i know what's wrong with me now i know how to work on it then, okay like when i was diagnosed with like ptsd it was like after something happened to me so it was kind of like expected and then the borderline personality disorder that was earlier this year and the first thing i said to my doctor was shut the fuck up i told her i was like you don't know what the fuck you talking about i was like you don't even know me like that mind you i've been with this woman for two years <laughs> i was like you don't even know me like that like what are you're trying to say i'm crazy you're trying to say i have all these personalities but people get borderline personality confused with multiple personality. Multiple personality is, like, if you ever seen that episode of Law and Order where that lady acts like she's different people, like, Mm -hmm. that's what multiple personality disorder is. That's why when I tell people that, they're like, shut up, you don't have that. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with it. Like, it's completely different. But, yeah. Gotcha.
1: Okay. So, you kind of, like, touched on this part. So, I'll just go ahead and ask you this. So a lot of people often confuse BPD and bipolar. Do you know the difference? And if so, what would you say the difference is like in your own words?
2: Okay, so my disorder, borderline personality, is really close to bipolar disorder. Like, it's like one hair strand away from being bipolar. It's just that my mood swings don't last as long as bipolar disorder but everything else with it is pretty much the same borderline personality disorder more so has to deal with self-esteem issues like being in unstable or toxic relationships and yeah that's mostly what it is and then you have mood swings and your mood swings are very similar to border- mm-hmm. I-, I mean to bipolar disorder but they're just, they just don't last as long. Like, bipolar disorder, theirs last longer. So mine are usually, like, a week or two, whereas bipolar is a few months. Ooh, okay. Yeah.
1: Ooh, okay.
2: All right. But it's, like, the same thing. That's why, like, when I say, like, BPD and stuff when I'm on social media, people probably think I'm talking about bipolar. Bi- uh-huh. I low-key am bipolar low-key and bipolar. Because it's, like, the. to me, when I read the definition of both of them, they're both almost exactly identical alright
1: being that you said that I'm gonna go to google and as I was gonna say I'm gonna go to urban dictionary but I ain't even gonna play like that I'm gonna google the definition of bipolar disorder and then yeah borderline do...
2: personality it more uh-huh. so has to do with your relationships with people
1: okay gotcha
2: yeah
1: So and clearly
2: uh, I have trouble with relationships
1: the folks don't know that, but now they know. She has I trouble with relationships, them. everyone.
2: I do. Not just romantic relationships. All kinds of relationships. I don't do well with people.
1: And that's the thing that a lot of people always like, often mistake, they'll always assume that relationships means romantic. Yeah. So just with your partner when that's not the
2: case. Yeah, mine is with <laughs> friends, family, boyfriends, people I just meet, co-workers, but- Max, can you? You're not in the podcast, bro. <laughs> can you relax?
1: He made his debut.
2: Okay, Max. Max suffers from annoying nigga disorder, <laughs> and basically, it's when you like are annoying as fuck, and you just can't help it. Oh. And he's doing it right now. I'm, I'm dead. It- We're not even mad at him.
1: So according to um, National Institute of Mental Health, bipolar disorder, also known as manic depressive illness, is a brain disorder that causes unusual shifts in mood, energy, activity levels, and the ability to carry out day-to-day tasks. And then let me go look up the one for BPD. Borderline personality disorder is an illness marked by an ongoing pattern of varying mood, self-image, and behavior.
2: I forgot it's like behaviors too. Okay, I have some behaviors that are pretty bad. It's like it's like risk taking behaviors, self harming behaviors, whether it's like physical or like emotional. Be quiet. Can I? Oh my god, bro.
1: It's okay. We're unorthodox here, so it's I real just life.
2: Want him to? I don't know what he wants for me. We want <laughs> treat
1: there goes that relationship we talk about what do you want <laughs> okay so I would say like like you said the um, definitions are very similar but one thing I did notice that it did talk about self image and so basically you were saying that so like self-esteem and things like that so um, borderline personality disorder would be I guess a little more specific mm-hmm. if you would like to say and then let me go to my next question.
2: He just wanted to treat. this like a nigga. Always want me for some.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love you. All right. So the next question would be, do you feel as though you have to be diagnosed by someone certified or licensed in order to say you suffer from a mental disorder? Or do you think that you could look it up and self-diagnose?
2: I think that you can self-diagnose because when I was diagnosed with anxiety, I diagnosed myself with it first. Because Mm -hmm. I kept having like these episodes where it was like I was having a seizure, but I was conscious, so it wasn't called a seizure. Because seizure is when you're not mentally conscious. So I didn't know what was wrong with me, but those were anxiety attacks. I looked it up, and then after I looked it up and talked to my doctor about it, she confirmed it because they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And then, so most of my disorders... I kind of like hinted new priority. Yeah, I hinted them to my doctors, just like with with PTSD. I figured that I had PTSD, but my doctor like confirmed that I had to do like this evaluation, like answering all these questions and stuff, just so I could get like the actual diagnosis. But I Mm kind of figured that I already had it because I waited so long to go to therapy, like because I went to therapy in like high school, but then. After the incident happened, I didn't go until, like, probably, like, three, four years ago. So, yeah.
1: Gotcha. So,
2: like, I know... Um...
1: One thing that I've heard, especially when it comes to health, is that we know ourselves better than anyone else. And especially with the doctor, because I mean, there are some people like, especially when you're older, that go to the doctor every freaking month. But most people, you're not in the doctor frequently enough for them to be able to know. And then a lot of people are scared to speak out or might not even mention things that's going on because it's like, oh, I don't know what it is. But why am I going to mention it to my doctor? So I kind of feel the same. Now I do believe that it's very easy to self-diagnose incorrectly incorrectly though, the same way mm-hmm. you can look up symptoms and all of a sudden you're like, bro, I have cancer. Oh god. And you don't have cancer. Like, I you be know, like I
2: got a stomach ulcer.
1: Exactly. And it'd be like, no. Because a lot of symptoms are the same. But I do think when it comes to like mental disorders, you can pretty much diagnose yourself because most of the time, by the time people get a diagnosis, they've been dealing with it for so long anyways, mm-hmm. you just didn't know what the heck it was. Yeah. Now, I do also believe that we're kind of in an era where like mental health is popular, like they talk about it, but at the same time it's still a little like shunned upon. It's it's a half and half, so some people are crying to be diagnosed with something, so they will make up something just to relate mm-hmm. when there are people that are really going through this. So it's it's kind of a coin toss you know yeah. like especially when it comes to the depression because i do think people throw it around now that like, because it's really talked about under
2: my skin when people like to say i hate okay i don't know how to say this nicely but i fucking hate when people say they're depressed and they're really not depressed like they're like oh my god i was so depressed yesterday you can't just be depressed for a day like that's not depression you were upset you were sad
0: yeah
2: (laughs) I hate when people say it but oh my gosh I was so depressed yesterday and I'll just be looking at them like bitch really you were depressed all yesterday well I was depressed all last month so tell me about that one
1: exactly and I think that's kind of the hard thing too because I know like when it comes to like therapy or like seeing someone that is I guess, a professional, Mm -hmm. sometimes, especially with the intake process, they want to ask about your mental health at the moment. And at that moment, you might not be depressed because it's like, I know what depression is. So I'm not going to tell you, oh, today I'm depressed because I'm not, you know, I might've had an episode yesterday where I I got down low, but I know like for a compared to when I'm actually going through it, like, I call it a depressive spell. It's like, I'm pretty good today. So I guess it's kind of hard because, like, even suffering for me, you can kind of gauge when something is just sadness and when it's serious. And you can kind of feel it coming on too. like, after a while, you'll be able to be like, okay, I'm about to get in one of those little moments. Like, yeah. And one thing after another, and the next thing you know, something small can really just take you really, really, really low. So it's hard, and I think people throw it around too easily because it's become something that's been talked about. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, me and my boyfriend broke up. I'm depressed. You might be depressed or you might be sad. You might just be sad. Yeah, and- most
2: of the times people are really sad. But, like, with my disorder, when I lose a friend or a family member or – like a romantic person I go into a deep depression like it doesn't it's like it's hard for me not to like my last breakup it wasn't as bad I feel like I knew it was gonna end before it ended so I was already in that stage of depression so I feel like Mm -hmm. it was like afterwards I was only like sad for like two weeks only because I was already depressed the last month of the relationship so right yeah
1: so it's like from the outside looking in it's like oh it was only two weeks but it's like no i've been feeling this way and exactly a lot of people
2: oh dang you over him already like damn you in my business (laughs)
1: And a lot of people don't realize like there is a such, such thing as high functioning depression. So just because I'm able to laugh, I'm able to drink, I'm able to just, you know, maintain does not mean that I'm not depressed. Like I'm going through the motions. Like, yes, you do have those days where you're literally unable to do anything, but I can sit here and laugh and smile all day and be depressed in the inside. You know, like, or mentally, you don't know what the hell I'm going through mentally when I'm doing whatever I'm doing with you. I could be out with you and wishing I'm home right now, just being sad by myself. Or I could literally be with you functioning so I don't shut you out because I know what my mechanisms are. So it's like people don't really understand that just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, exactly. I guess you can say. So my next question is gonna be like, more geared toward borderline personality disorder. Mm -hmm. And the question is, is there any medication for that disorder specifically?
2: So the answer to that is no. And that really sucks because there's not really... It's hard to... Well, first, it's hard. My doctor told me it's hard to diagnose somebody with borderline personality. And then there's also not one specific medication that works. That's why I've been on so many different medications the past two or three years. Because it's like the medicine will work for a little while, like for a few months, maybe like six months at the most, and then it won't work for me anymore. So I have to switch to something else to get it to work. So there's not one medicine for it, like with bipolar disorder. There, well, there's not one medicine, but there's one type of medicine for bipolar right. disorder. But for mine, there's not one medicine. I take, like, a combination of anxiety and depression medicine that helps me with it. But the medicine I'm taking now works really good for me. Like, I will be lifted, bro. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really like this combination I have going, so hopefully i only been it's, on it since July work for you. Yeah, i only been on it since July but hopefully it keeps working, because usually by, probably by like January, I'm gonna start feeling crazy, but we'll see what happens
1: Yeah, I know I was researching and like, I know you know that one of the YouTubers I watch um, has BPD, mm-hmm. but the way she put it to me, that which made me be like oh, okay, which I mean might help someone is like the same thing you said like no it's not no one specific to it but you can be on a a, um, a variation of medication for the other things but she was like it's nothing for the disorder itself but it could be something for I guess the symptoms so mm-hmm. while you are di- diagnosed with BPD you might be having going through a depressive spell with this moment or having some anxiety so you're going to be on medicine for those things that might be as a result to it and that's basically what you were saying which I was like dang you know that sucks because like a lot of people feel like okay well if it's so bad just get on medicine okay well there is not medicine for everything and like you said okay what about when my body starts to reject it or I'm getting immune to it and I have to switch up like it's not just the easy
2: Exactly. just go get
1: on it like i mean it's like that with any medicine but for the most part with other things it's like okay this is the blood pressure pill for you um this is the this for you this works for your migraines but it's like you really have to experiment when it comes that's to, what like, i did it
2: was horrible like that's when i was i went through a bad depressive spell because i was switching between four different medications and that's it was terrible I felt the worst ever like I haven't felt that bad since high school like that's how bad that shit was like
0: that's, and that's really hope, sad
2: that's why I hope if this medicine stops working my doctor can find something that balances it out faster because we went through like four different medications and none of them shits worked and that shit was terrible
1: Yeah, like that's really sad and then like the other thing for me I think the big thing for me that is just like scary is like you can be on medication for depression and the side effect be suicidal
2: thoughts I know yeah so it's I think like that's what part of it was too with one of the medications that I had because mm-hmm. I was suicidal like, as fuck and I didn't know what to do it was like I don't want to kill myself but I do want to kill myself so I was confused and I was just like bruh I don't know why I want to but I want to and it was just I don't know that shit was
1: crazy and like that's just like you said it's insane because it's like i'm already depressed but now i'm on medicine that's making me want to kill myself i thought the point of me being on the medicine was to feel better and then the other thing is like sometimes it takes time for your body to adjust so you just have to ride out the bad part like what the hell but it's like you just gotta go through what you gotta go through like i don't think that people realize how serious the nature of it is and even like how serious it is to have a support system when you're going through this change because it's a lot for somebody's body and just like it's just a lot period and people think it's a game like oh just get a new boyfriend oh just be happy with your living
2: that's the one thing I hate with my disorder so when I lose a person it hurts me really bad like somebody just like ran over me with a car like whether it's a friend or not because okay this same thing happened to me like with my ex-boyfriend how I felt this time with my ex-boyfriend and how I felt when I lost a friend earlier this year I cried for a month straight when she stopped being my friend because that shit hurt me so bad I'm just like what did I do wrong like why doesn't she want to be my friend anymore and all my friends like oh fuck her whatever whatever you got me like I don't understand why You pressed about her, but it's, it's like, I can't help it. Like y'all are saying Mm -hmm. like, Oh, just get over it. But I literally cannot help it. Like I
1: can't help it. I'm sad. That sucks. It really does. And I think that from the outside looking in, it's really hard because one, because we're not educated on these things before you just get on social media and it's thrown in your face and you're like, what the hell is this? So that's like one. And then two, it's like, it's really hard to understand something you cannot understand. And I think when it comes to mental health disorders, that's one of the things where people can't understand. So like, for instance, say if someone dies, um, say if we have Bob and Bob's mom died, and you're cool with Bob. Your mom doesn't have to die for you to be like, yo, Bob's my mom dying is really sad and they're really going through it right now because guess what? I can only imagine. But if it's like depression or it's BPD or it's bipolar, schizophrenia, postpartum, you're just like, I can only imagine, but you really can't even imagine because you're just like, I don't get it. What, what is it? And it's like, that can be frustrating for the person that's going through it because it's like, you know, I wouldn't wish this on my enemy, but at the same time, it's like, bro you don't understand what I'm talking about. You cannot relate. And like, literally, we have, we we don't have this in common and I don't expect you to understand. But at the same time, I can't control how I feel. And these are my feelings and I have to deal with them. Like, it's yeah. real. This is how I feel. Yeah, that's... It's all tough. Like, I'm just gonna keep saying it. That's crazy. That's tough. That's interesting. Um. So right into the next question. If you don't mind just giving like a brief summary what would you say an episode looks like for you with bpd i know you kind of talked about it could last for a month or like crying every day but what what would you consider an episode looking like for you to know like this is bpd that's causing these type of emotions or these feelings
2: okay so usually right before i have an episode i'm like super high for a week straight and that's how i know is about to come and I get super anxious that week because I'm like fuck I know next week like I'm about to have an episode because I'm super high this week for some reason I'll just be so fucking happy so I'm like living on top of the world like goddamn and then I'm like I know some shit coming so first I'll probably get really sad and like hate myself don't know why but I hate myself and then it's, like, everything, every little thing that somebody says hurts my feelings. Like, if one yeah. of my friends say they got to call me back, I'll get in my feelings. Like, damn, she don't want to talk to me? Like, why she don't want to talk to me? And it's not even, like, to to somebody who's listening to this, that might sound crazy. Like, oh, it's not that serious. But in my head, it's telling me, like, oh, she doesn't want to talk to me anymore. Like, she doesn't want to be my friend. I did something wrong. And then... It's like a small argument or not even an argument, a disagreement I might get into with somebody. Like, I'll take that personally and it'll hurt my feelings. So that'll add on to it. Then at work, if I do something wrong at work and my boss is like, oh, why'd you do that? Then I'll be like, fuck, I keep fucking up. Like I'm fucking up at work. It'll be, it'll feel like all of the little small things that usually will not bother you will bother me. And then all of it will be like crashing down. I'll just literally I don't even have to cry, but I'll just feel like heavy. Like I'll just feel like heavy. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I feel fat when I have an episode. Like I'll just look in the mirror and be like, Oh my god, bitch, I'm five hundred pounds. <laughs> oh my Shit. gosh. For real. I'll be like, bro, why am I so fat? Like and if y'all knew
1: what she looked like, you would be like five hundred yeah. pounds, five hundred pounds be like, where one
2: eighty, but still.
1: I'll but be- you five hundred pounds in your head.
2: Yeah. I'll be like, damn, like bitch, you need to lose the hundred pounds, goddamn. But damn.
1: so it's like everything is super heightened.
2: Yeah, it's like everything is negative. And then even if it's something small, like it just feels like I don't know. It just feels big. Like everything feels bigger than what it is. Like every little problem feels big as fuck. Like if my computer started fucking up, I'd be like Bro, I can't even pass school. Like, damn, like the universe doesn't want me to get this degree. Like, I can't even do my homework. Like,
1: oh my gosh, that's gotta <laughs> suck. So, when you're going through it at that moment, like, I know, like, leading up to the episode, you're like, okay. But so say, like, for instance, the computer thing, if your computer starts messing up and you start having them feelings, do you know that that feeling is just, like, because you're going through an episode or at that moment, is it only just surreal? So you're just like, this is what is going on.
2: Yeah, so I don't, I need to implement a way to look at it as in I'm going through an episode. So to change my thinking, but I haven't Mm -hmm. reached that level yet. So usually I'll just be like, fuck, like. And I'll just go to sleep. Like, that's my way of coping with my depression. I go to sleep. Like, that's why I tell, like, my close friends, like, if you notice I'm sleeping a lot, I'm going through some shit, or I'm having an episode, because I already sleep a lot. But if I'm sleeping, like, all the time, like, that's my coping mechanism. Like, when I get depressed, that's another thing. I get so tired. Like, depression literally hurts. My body will be sore as fuck, and I will be tired as hell. All the time, I could get twelve hours of sleep, and I would still be sleepy as fuck, bags under my eyes. Like, Ooh,
1: that's me right fuck. now. And everybody like, so you didn't get any rest? Yes, I got yes, some fucking rest, and I'm up. still tired. Exactly. It does not matter. You need to go to bed early. It does not fucking matter. I'm still gonna be tired. Just let me ride this bitch out because it hurts.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That shit I literally hurts. Like. The last depression episode I had was probably, like, back in June, July. That shit was, like, that's why I know I'm about to have another one because it happens, like, every few months. So I know I'm probably about to have another one in November, but whatever. But that shit was, like, that shit was hurting so bad. Like, it's so bad you don't want to get out the bed. Like, I remember I didn't go to work for two days because – and that's why I kind of, like – being in the army i'm about to get out but that's why i kind of like being in the army because like oh i'm gonna get paid regardless if i go or not but that's why i need to give me a salary job so whether I go you can or
1: afford not, to have those days yeah whether right. i
2: go or not i'm gonna get paid
1: you touched up on it so my last question my last and final question you already touched up on it but i want you to kind of emphasize what are your coping mechanisms now you can choose to do this how you want to, because I want you to speak on positive and negative ones. If you mm-hmm. have both, some people don't have both, but I know you said one of them is sleep. And for some, it might be negative, but for you, it might be a positive thing. So what do you think your co- your coping mechanisms are and what are your positive ones versus your negative ones?
2: Okay. So sleep is a positive and a negative because it's positive because I can take my mind off of what's happening by going to sleep and sometimes I'll feel rejuvenated most of the time not but yeah so it's negative because I'll completely ignore everything that I need to be doing i.e homework because when I had my last one that's why I failed my two master's classes because I was depressed and I just went to sleep I didn't do my homework I didn't fucking go to work I didn't do shit I just was like well I'm depressed so fuck everything like I didn't clean my house like my house looked like a fucking pigsty like my car was cra- looking crazy junky like yeah and then I think another one I use is cause my dog is actually my emotional support animal so I feel like he helps me a lot I don't feel like I use him like I need to which is a bad okay. thing but I feel like using him, like, usually when I go on walks with him, that's what I used to do. That's what used to help me. I need to start doing that shit again. But it could be, like, 2 o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep or something. And I'll just, like, go walk with him and I'll feel better. Um, another one, um, uh, a bad one I used to have is, like, cutting myself. That's a bad coping. I told my therapist that, and she was like, Janae, why do you do that? Because it made me feel better. Like, <laughs> And she was like, well, how does it make you feel better? I was like, I cut it, and I don't feel my feelings. I feel my arm. She was like, oh, well, that's not good. No shit, you dumb bitch. Like, you get on my nerves, bro. So
1: for you, would you say like the cutting was taking pain off of one thing so you could feel another?
2: Yeah, basically, I didn't want to feel the emotional pain, so...
1: You would rather feel the physical?
2: Yeah. I okay. think you should put, like, a trigger warning in there when you edit it, so people... Fuck
1: them! No, I'm just <laughs> saying. I got you. <laughs> right. No, I got you. What? I mean, I, but I feel like, yeah, I'm gonna do trigger... No, nah, I'm gonna do trigger warning, because it could be someone like us that don't need to listen to this at this moment and send them yeah. over the edge. You're absolutely correct. It's something, no, besides people that are suffering, I don't really like to say suffering. I mean, it do be suffering like hell, but I think that's just such a negative connotation. But besides besides the people that actually are going through these disorders and these feelings, I feel like from, for all the people that will consider themselves to be normal, that don't have to go through any of these things, it's something y'all need to hear. Because like, automatically you're going to be like, why the hell do you cut your arm? You could not. Bitch, I don't care. (laughs) Like. At this at this moment, just taking one thing off another. And then also like cutting is very, very popular. And I don't say popular to be like, hey, everybody do it. Like, please don't, y'all. And if so, if you're doing it, nobody's mad at you, but just get some help. Like, get some help, whether they be professional or a friend. But um, it's it's the known thing. Like people that have suicidal thoughts or like have other mental disorders often cut themselves so if you start going to therapy that might be a question they're going to ask there are other ways to self harm besides cutting but most people result to cutting so it's not something that's unpopular so if anybody's listening and you're doing it you're not alone I would like you to stop but if you're doing it hey we, we feel you we get it you're safe here um, not something that I've delved in cause I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and like <laughs> Literally my therapist was like, So have you ever cut? I was like, Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. She was like, Okay. And I'm and I'm just like, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the only reason why. Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I'm not I'm not gonna go and look for a video to figure out how to do it, but best believe if I knew how to do it, I probably would. But I'm the type that goddamn cut and kill myself and I'd be like, wait, this time was not what I was trying to do. Like and now. <laughs> I'm in this situation. like Not to make light out of a dark moment, but dead ass. That is my reason. Now, what I did do was I used to make smileys, and for anybody that doesn't know what that is, you take a lighter and you will flick it so the silver part of the lighter gets hot, and then you smush that shit in your skin. And it's gonna burn you. So, that was my thing, and that shit used to be so liberating. And for me, part of it was like taking pain off of my emotions and feeling the physical and part of it was also like yeah take that like part of it was punishment like oh you think you feel bad I'm gonna show you bad and then the other part was kind of like this is gonna sound so far-fetched but when I would burn my skin I would feel like all that negativity and all the bad shit was burning with it Mm -hmm. so like for me it started off by me writing letters and like hate letters to myself or to people and burning it and it turned into me burning myself Um, I stopped doing it no particular reason I'm not going to get back into it because I'm glad that I stopped because I shouldn't do it I actually don't have any scars from it but um, thank God I guess no thank God thank everybody but um, it's just not uncommon so I don't want anybody to think it is and for anybody that's like going through any of these things right now we feel you bro Um, try your best to stop because I don't Want to condone anybody doing these things, but it's real. And for anybody that don't understand, I hope you fucking get it now. And if don't, if you don't, we can keep talking about it another time, and you can figure that shit the fuck out and be like, yo, oh, that's crazy. I still don't get how y'all do that, but that's wild because that's actually how I used to feel. Like before that, I got to the point that I was self harming. I'm like, oh, I could never. And here was my dumb ass on the fucking floor, like, ah, take that. Hell yeah. Like it's all it always sounds crazy until you're in them shoes and you're doing it too so like don't ever point the finger at nobody and just try to understand and feel people like I know it's gonna be hard to understand but like just hear people out and be kind be fucking kind y'all like be kind be kind and so my last thing before we get off would be do you have anything else you like to say, any closing words, anything inspirational, anything negative, whatever, like anything that you want to say before we just end
2: this? Um, No. <laughs> I can't fucking stand <laughs> it. <till. laughs> I'm going to ask one more
0: time.
1: Do you have anything? No, I'm just playing. You don't have to say anything. I just want to thank you for being my guest on Valma's Cope. I will definitely let you know when it's airing and I hope that anybody is listening. Love this. Um, I'll probably interview you again, just on um, hey. something else, but I ain't going to tell the folks what it is because I want them to keep listening.
2: Yeah. Mind your business.
1: <laughs> what she said. All right. Thank you again. Talk to you later, girl.
2: Bye girl.